don't know if it's a good cold open, but I guess at some point should we address that uh that Matthew Perry passed away? Oh, I know. I I thought for sure we would bring that up, but like how could we not? Like I feel like even if you weren't a big friends fan, you could really appreciate the character that is Chandler mm-hmm. and everything Matthew Perry did with that character. Like mm-hmm. the the art of being so subtle but being so comedic at the same time like mm-hmm. it was he was so witty and like i loved that character yeah you know so yeah like i it's really it's really sad and tragic that he passed away yesterday right i uh, yeah i think it was yesterday yeah. or that yesterday, yesterday or friday yeah yeah i heard about it yesterday too mm-hmm. yeah what uh what are your thoughts on it or uh i was stunned yeah i mean yeah like i hadn't um I wasn't the biggest fan of, of Friends, or I'm not still the biggest fan of Friends, but <laughs> I was still, like, I don't know, just very, very shocked, yeah, because he was relatively young, and, um, yeah, it was just, it, it's always just kind of uh, not great to hear about someone's passing, obviously. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely, and, like, I'm a, very, I'm a casual Friends fan, like, I feel like I've seen half of all the episodes, mm-hmm. um, but even still, with just what I've seen, Chandler is my favorite character. So yeah. finding out that he passed away yesterday, I was like, no, you know, right. not not him. And the thing is, Could too, this is that be like, any sadder? <laughs> well, the thing is, too, it's just like, do you know how many people around the stuff? Do you know how many people around the world are friends, fans? Do you know how many people must have lost their shit yesterday to find out that Chandler, um, Matthew Perry has passed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He was one of the core six. Yeah, um, I probably am personally. I'm probably more of a Ross than anything else. But I, I'd like to, to, I would like to think that I could have been a channel. Oh, <laughs> you were a Ross guy. Okay. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean, personally, like, like my my persona is more. I give off Ross, but I <laughs> would have rather <laughs> been a, a channeler. We, we all want to channel Chandler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man! No, yeah. Rest in peace, Matthew yeah. Perry. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> this episode's for you. Uh, yeah, there you go. Dedicated <laughs> to Matthew Perry. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, well, yeah, this is another episode of Movies Mayhem Soap. As always, I'm your host Chris, and joining me as usual is my good friend Selena. Say hello, hello, Chris. Hello. How's it going? It's going all right. <laughs> mm, how are you? How have you been? Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a fun weekend fun halloween weekend so far and i'm tired oh has it happy yeah uh, have you been doing good yeah i've been doing all right um doing doing fine i haven't done any cool halloween festivities um are you dressing up this year no no i think i'm gonna work on halloween i guess i could Uh, i could dress up but i just don't i i don't know just don't feel the uh the need the urge to yeah i don't know i'm boring okay I'm a Ross. I'm telling you, I'm Ross. <laughs> I'm just boring as boring AF. Um, boring AF. Mm-hmm. I, I remember last year. Wasn't it last year you were um, the character from Black Widow? <laughs> the Red um, Guardian. There you go. I think yeah. I was. Yeah, that might have been last year. Yeah. Yeah, it must yeah. have been. You don't want to recycle that costume this year? I I mean, yeah, I'd be fine with it, but I don't have anything to do. No. Just wear it okay, to work, you mean? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you could. Yeah, I guess. I I don't think I wore it to work last year. I forgot what I did. I just went to a party, I think. 
Mm. Two parties, I think, in one night. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Well, well, the first one I wouldn't really call it a party, but it was more of a gathering. And then I went to a, a party. Uh, and yeah, it was an interesting evening. And you, what was your uh, costume? Oh, um, <laughs> so requires a little explanation. Sure. Um, so to, well, just to answer it plainly, I was a plague doctor. Explain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, requ- I require more explanation. Yeah. A plague doctor. Okay. Well, okay. So what happened was this was um shout out to boyfriend Matt. Hey. Uh so Matt, we were talking about what we wanted to dress up this year, and he mentioned how he barely got to use his plague doctor costume from last year. He had one with like a long black beak nose and everything. Oh, I think I've seen the, those masks, yeah. Yes, those, yes. And he said that he hardly used he Got to use it last year, but he did very little with it last year. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to do it again. And then when I was trying to look up what would pair well with the plague doctor, I saw there were female plague doctor costumes. Women so, can be doctors, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, done in a style that's more feminine versus wearing like an all black trench coat and the all black mask and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, so my costume was a little more Renaissance looking. It was like... Uh, like a bodice and stuff like that but the mask uh the mask that i found was uh more in line with a masquerade mask you know with a uh, gold uh yeah with like uh, a. <laughs> I know um, this is this is hard to explain but yeah but like uh kind of with the gold spirals and like the, and then uh it came down like a beak versus having the big black beak that you would traditionally see with a plague oh, doctor nice. And I think yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I think it would be a lot easier if I was still on Instagram. I probably would have just seen a picture and just been like, "I know exactly what you're talking about." <laughs> this is I, on I me, listeners. Later. <laughs> this is on <laughs> me. It's all, uh, yeah. Uh, to be fair, I've only posted I only posted two videos from last night. I, I haven't posted us in costume yet. So yeah, okay. but I can I can show you later. Okay. Yeah. Great. That'd be nice. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I'm, so, glad, yeah. I'm glad you're having a good time out there. Thanks. No, yeah, that's why I hope you have a have fun Halloween too. It's like you know, like I, I was gonna say this and Christmas are two of like my favorite holidays, but I think I am a little bit more of a Halloween person. Mm. Yeah, it is surprise, more fun, surprise. I think, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I'm not. I guess I'm not too big on. It. I, I, I know. I like. I, pre- I prefer more than Christmas, but even then, I'm still not too into the festivities of it. I think just because I don't like uh, candy or people uh, that much. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay yeah i can see where you're not into the festivities then (laughs) but i like the movies i like the costumes yes uh yes it's fun that's one of my favorite things is getting to see all the diverse costumes and how creative some people get with them too especially like um when you can identify a little more obscure costumes Mm -hmm. like it's really neat yeah like what's an interesting one that you might have seen I thought what was really neat, again, it's not that obscure, but I just haven't seen anyone dressed like this. I saw two guys dressed as the monkeys from Wizard of Oz last night. Oh, cool. I thought that, again, not super obscure, but that's cool. Like, when do you see that, you know? No, no, never. Yeah, that's pretty neat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. In addition to seeing a few Kens from Barbie Ken. Yeah, I'm sure (laughs) sure that's going to be the whole uh, famous... uh, bunch of Ken and Barbies everywhere. The most popular. Yeah. Yeah, 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 there's... There were some good ones, and there was one girl who was just flat out like in steampunk aesthetic, which is really cool. Steampunk Barbie. So yeah, 
No, just oh. steampunk. That'd be pretty neat, though. <laughs> yeah, that would have been, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. Selena. So um, I promised I'd indulge you for a little bit and let you talk about the Taylor Swift uh, concert movie. <laughs> Oh, okay, we're not doing the the last thing I saw. Oh, is that not the last thing you saw? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no, that's right, because you would have seen it a few weeks ago. What's the last thing you saw then? Yeah, actually, technically, um, can we talk about the first Hocus Pocus? <laughs> sure. Uh, you know what? I it's actually kind of our just, Halloween episode. <laughs> I actually just finished watching it. <laughs> the first one, right? Yeah. I was watching yeah, it right now with my mom. Oh, nice. Yeah, we were, we were watching it yesterday. Um it was kind of funny, too, because, like, I was in and out of the room getting ready, and uh, Matt made a comment being like, oh, wow, like, uh, Max, he's like, oh, wow, Max has a really cool room. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. And he's like, wow, you've seen the movie that many times, you don't need to see it on screen. Because <laughs> I was just, like, in the next, I was just, uh, like, in the next room, if you yeah. can call it that. <laughs> sure. And I actually um, just, yeah, yeah. like I said, literally just saw the movie, and I don't even remember what it looks like. <laughs> well, I've seen it every year since 1993. So yeah, I I could I even found myself being able to recite it just being like right next, uh, right around the corner from the TV. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I just love that movie. I feel like it still holds up. There's mm-hmm. still like an excitement I get when watching it, and it just feels so adventurous, you know. Yeah, you know, it just it has so much charm to it that the second one just couldn't capture. No, it didn't. as we discussed in last year's episode. Yes um yeah Still on the feed. yeah listeners can go back and check it out yeah let's go check out our hocus pocus <laughs> 2 episode we didn't like it spoiler alert we didn't like it that's true we didn't and, and even with time it does it hasn't grown on us it doesn't seem like <laughs> no, yeah. we probably hate it more if we watched it again probably um, yeah um what was i gonna say Actually, but yeah like um, oh, sorry. did you have thoughts about hocus pocus that you want to share uh, the well one? the the i was gonna, just gonna say that the whole time i was watching this oh. one i just kept saying i hope my mom doesn't want to watch the next one i hope my mom doesn't want to watch the next one <laughs> <laughs> no i was just gonna say you can tell her now i'm sure it's too much part two <laughs> yeah no i'm sure at some point she'll be like let's watch the other one hmm. And you'll be like, no, that's mm, not. No thanks. That's, that's not. Let, no, we, there's better things we could do with an hour and a half of our time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, just that it's it's fun and it's kind of exciting and nostalgic and I don't know. Yeah, there was just a a, a magic to it that uh, that they couldn't recapture again with the next one, and uh, I doubt they will do it again with the third one. And yeah, it's just kind of like a rare gem, you know. Like r- lightning only struck once, only strikes yeah. once. I guess. Yeah, just great. Like everything, the the three sisters are all great. Uh, um, little Thora Birch is great. The two main leads, I guess, are are fine. <laughs> um, but oh, Max and um, Allison. Allison. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Thackeray Binks is 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 a fun character. Billy. Oh yeah, he's the MVP. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just a, a whole, all of it, you know, added up to just this great movie, and yeah, unfortunately, they just can do it again. I don't know, mm-hmm. but very true. Yeah. Um. Uh. No, I agree. Um. It, it's kind of one of those. I wish they would have just left the first one alone. Then, mm-hmm. and <laughs> knowing what we um, know now. Shit. Uh, is uh is Matt a big fan of it too? Is he is he someone that he constantly? He said he hadn't seen it. No, it? he hadn't seen this movie in ten plus years. So for mm. him, it was like a refresher. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh, are you gonna make him watch the second one? 
<laughs> no. Okay, <that's> <laughs> uh, what, if, oh, what if he really wanted to? What if he was just like, I really like the first one so much, I have to see this next one. Yeah, I, I'll, you know what? I would probably have to just sit there and play on my phone the whole time. Hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, All right, I would tell him, could you listen to our episode on Hocus Pocus 2 where we cover it and then tell me you want to watch it? But there's spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, I think we have spoilers. On that episode. <laughs> oh, uh, we definitely did. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Um. No. Yeah. I, I think I was in the same boat too. I think I might have mentioned it in, in that episode that I hadn't seen the original. Um. Since I was. Uh. Since I was in like middle younger. school, maybe. Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. Much younger. I think in. I think it was still the nineties. Uh. Before the, the last. Before I saw it. Before the, sequel. Uh, I hadn't seen it since the 90s, so quite a bit of time. Um, but... Tisk, tisk, but that was a house favorite. Like, even my mom really liked the first one. So, like, yeah, every Halloween we'd watch it. Mm-hmm. Nice. That one and Nightmare Before Christmas. Right, right, right. I actually just restall mm-hmm. that one. Uh, rewatched that one, too. But that one's more nice. more of a regular viewing for me. I, I don't watch it yearly, um, but... Um, yeah, it, it just it came out. They re-released in theaters, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch, check this out." And I still. Oh yeah, you know, it's the 30th anniversary, isn't it? Yeah, and it's it's still great. I still know oh, most yeah. of the songs by heart, and mm-hmm. it's just yeah, it's just wonderful. It's a beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. It's definitely. I don't know where in my top five, but it's definitely in my top five. Um, and I'm so glad I don't think they're ever going to do a sequel, a film sequel to it. And I hope they keep it that way because oh. they, I, it's going to be so hard to recapture the magic of that first film. They'll do it. Or, uh, no. I, I'm, I'm confident they're trying. They're trying their best to get it. I think over the years there have been attempts to do it. And the closest thing is they were going to do a book sequel. Mm. That's been about it. All right. But yeah. Uh, uh, we could segue into the other films if you'd like. Uh, so you want me to go first with Taylor? You don't want to go first? Did, were you going to talk about both? Um, yeah. Well, actually, you know, I did. Had? I did think of another one that I just saw recently that I guess I could talk about. I don't know if I. Yeah, I'll just have this be my what I last thing I saw, I guess, and then I can talk about the other ones later since they're bigger releases. Um, right. Just mostly for the sake of, um, just so I can put them as the title and hopefully more people will listen. <laughs> It'll just draw in more. Although I think, to be honest, to be fair, I think the Taylor Swift thing would get more people to listen. So maybe we could, be, we could have all good tags on this episode. Maybe we will hold that <laughs> one till the end. I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, okay. So one of the last things I, I saw recently uh, was uh, Totally Killer on, on Prime uh oh okay that sounds familiar go yeah. ahead it's with julie bowen and and i think kiernan Ship- shipka i think is her name the one the actress who played oh um, the girl from sabrina sabrina and madman yeah uh, i don't know about madman but uh yeah she played uh the chilling oh you didn't watch madman i've seen the first season but that was oh a... she plays the daughter the don draper's daughter in mm, madman but anyway continue um Totally killer. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like a Back to the Future type movie where uh, this girl, oh. uh, there is a, it's kind of like if they mix Halloween and, and 
uh, uh, Back to the Future because there was this incident 30 some years ago uh, where, no, hold on, it would have been in 87, so it would have been, what, 35 years ago? Um, uh, 1987, this uh, serial killer kills these three girls and then this uh, woman uh, grows up and has a family and she's she's the survivor of this incident or yeah i think she's a survivor um and it just kind of uh not traumatizes her but it impacts it makes a big impact on her life and then uh i forget <laughs> i forget how I, yeah the, just through a very poorly thought out macguffin the uh the young daughter from 2023, she gets sent back in time uh, to 1987. And while she's there, she tries to figure out how to save. Uh, well, no, hold on. Ah, I'm <laughs> doing this. So I didn't see it that recently, I guess. Uh, it's no, okay. Yeah. So in 2023, the killer comes back and kills her mother. And this is in the first like five minutes. So I'm not going to be. I oh, hope wow. I'm not doing a major spoiler here. But then, so yeah, then the daughter ends up getting sent back in time to 1987 and she says like if i can stop the killer now then my mom won't die in the future and so that's what she's trying to do and it's it's pretty silly movie but uh it doesn't feel like she's sent back to 1980 well maybe i i wasn't i was alive in 1987 but i wasn't really cognizant and Mm -hmm. it feels more like she's in a a movie an 80s movie than in in the actual time period so I, I don't know. Uh, it's, just, it's just a very silly movie. But, interesting. Uh, it had a good premise, though. I, yeah. I was kind of digging the concept, but I could see how this could go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it's fine. I mean, there, there's a lot of uh, her pointing out, you know, the you know things in the 80s that don't hold up today that weren't, you know, woke or uh, that, mm, that are yeah. wildly offensive and, and just inappropriate. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of jokes like that, but overall it was it was a pretty fun movie. I you know, you know what that kind of reminds me of like going uh like watching Pretty in Pink or uh, mm. uh Sixteen Candles today and realizing all the problematic Ooh. shit like that wasn't problematic back then. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, we, yeah, we all just thought it was good, clean fun. But uh, yeah, or like we knew it was not a or risque, and like if we watch it now, it's like ooh, that's not okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's a pretty decent movie. Uh, I know Randall mm-hmm. Park's in it. Um, I'm trying to think who oh, else cool. is in it. Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone else that was in it. Um, mm-hmm. I can't even remember who plays Olivia Holt. I think plays the young version of of her mother. I think she used to be on Cloak and Dagger that series. Um, oh, I'm vaguely familiar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Like a, I think it's a Marvel thing, a short lived thing that was like on Freeform or something. Oh, it was on Hulu, too, for a while, Maybe. now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly. But, yeah, that was, was a silly, fun time. So, it's R-rated, so there's plenty of cussing, and they don't hold back on a lot of the violence. <laughs> Just, yeah. uh, it's 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 silly, uh, though. But, um, yeah, I, if you're just, you know, looking for something <laughs> something to kill the time, check that one out. Okay. All right. Um, what else did you want to, oh, I guess I'll, I'll just oh, go into Should my... I go into Taylor or do you want to go into Killer? Sure. Um, uh, the... sorry, uh, Flowers of the Killer Moon. Killers right? of the Flower Moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
um, you know, it's kind of oh, okay. So remind me in a little bit. There's an there's a little article I saw where I'm like, I'm hearing a lot of mixed things about this movie. Mm. Um, I don't know if I should mention the kind of controversial thing I read about this. Uh, well, maybe front or mention it later. Um, sure. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead and mention it now before we forget. I saw. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. Not to offend anybody with what uh, with what I'm about to say, I'm just repeating what I saw. Uh, like an article posted on Facebook saying that uh, flower is it killers, killers of the of flower the, moon. Of the flower moon is the indigenous people's green book. Oh. Yeah, and you know that's not that's obviously meant like it's it's yeah. saying something kind of. Yeah. like it's like an inaccurate depiction of a culture or whatever you know mm-hmm. um but that will have an oscar fair i guess um but yeah go ahead like uh did you like it how was it how did Mar- martin scorsese do with this subject well now i'm afraid to say anything no i'm just kidding. i did like it i didn't <laughs> think it was gonna be i, I mean I, I didn't think it was gonna be a bad movie um it obviously right. it's, it's long it's three and a half hours long um but it didn't didn't feel unbearably long. long yeah the huh? towards the towards i think the, like the last hour i did kind of keep looking at my watch being kind of like let's, let's speed this up a little bit and <laughs> the end does actually try to wrap things up fairly quickly and it does it in a kind mm-hmm. of interesting way but it also was very distracting and i i, I don't really want to give away why um but yeah just the, the way they did it was very distracting and i kind of miss a few of the details of what happened to certain characters, or I guess the real per- people, because uh, it's based on our true story. And mm-hmm. um, uh, overall, I mean, yeah, it was good. I just didn't think, I think Fabian and Oscar both gave it 10 out of 10. I didn't think it was perfect. Um, one of my major, con- not complaints, just criticism, there you go, was that it did kind of feel like, yes, like, like the... Um, indigenous peoples uh were portrayed more as a secondary character you know it feels it it feels like it's more like it's supposed to be their story but it's it's all about these two white guys and you know it follows them through most of it and it kind of just feels like it loses focus in that sense Mm. um i mean yes I, i guess theoretically they they're there's it there there's is a uh an interesting story but you know what's going on with with this community and how it impacted them uh, also should have been i think a bigger focus on it and i don't think yeah i don't think it should hold on. sorry i don't think it should have mm-hmm. been uh you know the like leo was the main focus of the movie and then uh, uh robert de niro also Lily Gladstone does do a very good job. I I think she's getting yeah she's getting a, a, a good amount of praise for it and she's it's well deserved. Um, I hope we see more of her in things. But yeah, like I said, she's also just very. Yeah, she takes a back seat to a lot of it, unfortunately. And Aww. I just I just I don't know. I didn't love it. I liked it, but I didn't love it. I don't think I'd ever watch it again, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't deter anyone from watching it. Um, just, I just don't, I don't know. I didn't think it was as great as, as Fabian Oscar thought it was. Okay. Ooh, they both thought it was perfect. Uh, how, 
Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I saw in the chat. Mm. Um, how did Leo do? I heard I, I heard rave reviews about his acting in this one. He did really well. Um, yeah, because he's definitely a very conflicted character. It, it's it's. Yeah, he's just very conflicted, and it, it is kind of hard. <laughs> it, it's it's easy to see sometimes why he's kind of either going one way or the other on on some certain things, but. <laughs> Because he's mm-hmm. being just influenced by his own personal feelings and then his loyalty to his his uncle. Um, could you, uh, f- sorry, for listeners, could you kind of give like a little brief synopsis of the movie? I kind of know what it's about, but for the listeners. Right. Um, so I don't know the time. You're good at doing these. Oh. Yeah, you're. <laughs> I feel like this one because of, uh, I, I'm, I'm likely to give historical inaccuracies. I don't want, I'm, I'm a little more. Reluctant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give in, us in a little early, bit of grace to your listeners. I want to say ahead. the early, early twenties, early thirties, nineteen, nineteen twenties, thirties. Uh, um, mm-hmm. the, uh, the Osage, uh, uh, tribe, uh, gets moved to this, um, area of land, uh, by the U S government, you know, uh, reservations right and mm-hmm. they soon discover that there's oil there and so because of all the oil that's on that land they strike they they strike it rich and then all these white folks start coming into town looking for jobs 1920s like, oklahoma 1920s, sorry thank you no you're fine yeah uh um and yeah the, then it just turns into white people plotting ways to to work their ways into the to the wills uh to gain control of the, the wow. wealth from from the uh, from the tribes, and um, Leo Nar- uh, Leo's character, forget his name, uh, he marries into one of the wealthiest families, and uh, yeah, it's just about kind of trying to systematically kind of kill them off so that the wealth flows his way. Wow. Yeah. That's okay. This and is a lot darker master, than I thought it was. Yeah, I'm being masterminded yeah. by Robert De Niro's character. It's him kind of pushing him to into these kind of things and man, manipulating a whole lot of the events that uh that happen. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Our 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 history is written in blood. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, not just our no, history, yeah. You know. yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's a very depressing uh um you know, topic and topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a story that needs to be told. Oh that, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it could have used a lot more perspective from the, uh, the indigenous, uh, culture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it was, like I said, really good. Um, I think Oscar said, uh, <laughs> just an interesting thing he said is that he likes, he, he would rather this be, uh, Scorsese's quote unquote final film. Uh, I guess I guess everyone's just kind of just waiting for Scorsese to just kind of like kick the bucket, I, so I, to speak, I, or not not waiting, <laughs> not waiting for it. But everyone's just kind of just like, well, if it if this is the last one, this is this is where a good way to leave off. Um, <laughs> so I think everyone's yeah. just kind of just like anticipating it now, <laughs> which is it's kind of yeah, I know. And and how do you think like because you know Scorsese, we know him more for doing stuff like The Irishman and like. Um, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think he did do with this? I think he did well. I, I mean, I, he's not. I don't think he he intended to focus on the you know 
the white characters because he he does seem like a fairly open-minded individual like he wants to show other points of view i think and i don't know just somehow in it it just kind of turned into uh some i i think just with the if he would have made a um a mini series maybe he could have focused more on the different parts of it but um mm-hmm. i don't know it, he didn't do a bad job he definitely catches a lot of the darkness uh which he does pretty well uh in most of his movies i, I think that's a common theme in a lot of his movies um uh just like a dark kind of uh history yeah. psychological uh, not psychological mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know how how better to answer that question but uh it, it doesn't feel like it's not a scorsese movie which is something i um you know carlos mm. uh, one of our uh friends friend of the podcast he's a big oh, scorsese uh, tower podcast yes, yeah. carlos okay yeah uh, uh, i know he, that out. <laughs> he's a big fan of scorsese but i've always felt like i, I don't know uh, um uh, shutter island the fir- the only time i've seen it it just oh, felt, i liked it it didn't yeah a lot of everyone does uh, but it didn't feel like a Scorsese movie to me, or, yeah. or what? What I because yeah. at the admittedly at the time I hadn't seen a whole bunch. Um, but even even yeah, now going and rewatching a whole bunch of his uh, earlier movies, it still just kind of feels like he was a gun for hire on that one. Like it was someone else's project that they wanted to do, and I think Carlos even said that yeah, it was Leo who wanted to make the movie and approached Scorsese for it. Um, mm. and uh. Yeah, so that, it just kind of didn't. So to me, that one just kind of feels like an odd duck. But but even you, you know oh, what the, you know what else is an outlier too for like what we think of with Scorsese mm-hmm. uh, is it called Silence, the one that Adam Driver and Andrew Garfield did. It is, but I never saw it. I never saw it either. So yeah, I wonder how the tone is for that one. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No, I'm just realizing. Okay, I got to see these outlier Scorsese films because you know I have them pegged as like mafia gangs. The Italian right. culture, like, you know, like those kind of movies, you know? Yeah, weirdly enough. And I did, um, I did finally uh, end up watching all of Hugo um, a year or two ago. And that one didn't feel like it was not a Scorsese movie. I don't know. Something about it still felt kind of very true to his um, style. Yeah. I don't Okay. I can't, I can't even really at this point think, think of what it was. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it's mostly surprisingly a lot about... Um, about filmmaking sort of about or at least being you know um film lovers you know uh and mm-hmm. i think maybe that was it because it, it, you you know you get the sense that he has a, a real appreciation for cinema and i, I feel like that's oh why, yeah why that movie worked a lot yeah oh no yeah i've heard him talk about in, in his speeches like that to be compared to some of like the great cinema cinematic classics and like some of the very first films and stuff like that like um um and even um like in an interview i heard with uh leo uh leo and brad pitt they say martin scorsese and quentin tarantino once you get them talking about cinema especially classic cinema Mm -hmm. they could go on for hours yeah. yeah. (laughs) yeah so yeah i believe that all right cool so do watch killers of the flower moon yeah I would I, I recommend okay. it yeah for sure. Okay. Um, and then I also saw the killer, uh, the new David Fincher movie uh, that's gonna 
It's it's in theaters now, but it's going to premiere on Netflix, I think, in two weeks. And Killer. Yeah, it's with Michael Fassbender, where he's an assassin. And he... Um, it's a very interesting take on it, because usually it's it's all about how fast-paced and sexy and, and um, uh, like, the jet-setting lifestyle of an international assassin. They, they're always in the fanciest oh. hotels, <laughs> fanciest restaurants, mm-hmm. and it kind of is just like, no, it's not kind of like that. No, not really. Uh, you know, he's, mm-hmm. it's a very kind of low-key lifestyle. Uh, and it's very, yeah, it's a very interesting movie. It, it's back to, it, it's a dark kind of thriller. Uh, not exactly like Seven. Um, more like, um, hmm, I'm trying to think of what... what more sort of like the dragon tattoo movie that he did the girl with the dragon tattoo so it's more oh, okay probably at least stylistically and mm-hmm. yeah they approach it like like it's exciting but it's kind of slow and uh it's a slow burn sort of and like i said in, in our our group chat i um it, it did a lot of things that were unexpected, but no, not in a way that was, like, surprising. It never really caught me off guard or made me go, wow. I was just like, oh. And not, a lot of it's not really, I don't know. There's nothing about it that really stuck out to me that, like, even I think I saw it on Thursday. And it still hasn't, there's not really a part that I keep kind of replaying, going to score and like, oh, that scene was amazing. Uh, it was just a... It, a fun breezy kind of movie and uh yeah i don't know i mean I, it it just hasn't stuck with me I, mm. I i don't know i don't see it making the top of his uh all-time lists or anything okay so probably wasn't a better one of david fincher's better films is what i'm hearing yeah which is weird because last though not last year but a few years ago when he made mank i was just raving about it and i was just like oh yeah it was so good and then oh yeah well that was good (laughs) yeah it was but i i also kind of feel like i've walked it back a little bit because i it did get a lot of criticism and uh mostly for being just a boring movie about these rich white people also and i was just like you know what it was right and and i kind of i heard all these criticisms criticisms about it and i i yeah i conceded that they made a lot of very valid points and i couldn't really defend why i liked it so much but uh mm. it, it was one of my favorite i think that year i gave it one of my like, top it was my favorite movie of the year, this is with top three yeah i think i think i said it was number one yeah um oh which I think, right, well, I remember um, it was top three. Yeah, but mm-hmm. 2020, we didn't have, like, remember how we were all like, please don't hold us to our choices right, for this. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of slim pickings. We were just glad to be back at yeah. the movies, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was kind of funny. I think that year, too, we had a lot of Netflix movies, like mm-hmm. a lot of us did. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Those are my movies for this uh, for this episode. And now I'll go ahead and indulge you. Oh, yeah. So, Taylor. Right. Our queen of the world, Taylor Swift. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, the Eras tour movie. Did you watch it after I did. all or no? Yeah, I did. And, but, well, before I launch into my take on it or whatever, what did you think? Um, It wasn't everything. Like, I, I thought I was a big Taylor Swift fan. I, uh, I mean, I, I had a big oh. crush, crush on her for a while. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it was just more of a crush thing uh, because, um, <laughs> yeah. Wait, like, wait, wait. What's your favorite Taylor song? Oh, ta- uh, uh, what's it called? Shake It or Off. Or album. Shake It Off is one really? of the, Yes. 
Oh, it's one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Wait, the way you're laughing makes me think you're not being sincere with that answer. Um, I've been saying that a lot, and a lot of people just are, are like, "What?" <laughs> but, so now, now I just always feel kind of silly saying it. But yeah, I think it's one of the best songs I've ever heard. Um, it just always makes me <laughs> and happy. It's, it's, and, and yeah. okay, and it's funny that's not one of my favorite songs from her, but. Mm. Okay. Well, it's you know, you're... teach their own. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Selena, you're a damn fool. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you're a fool. But uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, and and so I I thought I was a pretty big fan. Uh, I I guess I, around that era is when I started getting more into her. But then, uh-huh. um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't until I was listening to the the concert. But I was just like, I really don't know a lot of these songs. And a lot of them weren't yeah. really, like, getting me into a, any sort of groove. I was just like, okay, whatever. And um, then they, finally they played Shake It Off. And I was like, finally. And <laughs> I think they did Bad Blood also. I like that one. Yeah. Um, but th- there's really only a handful of, of ones that I realized after this that, that I can both name and say I like. Um, yeah and so yeah during the concert i just yeah didn't realize that i wasn't that big a fan of most of her music not that i hated it i just wasn't Mm -hmm. really like feeling it you know um no and well i think there might be something to be said about that because um you know four ish albums went by before she finally did her tour mm -hmm. and the thing is like with folklore and evermore those albums got about five or six songs each in mm. the film. And admittedly, those are a little more slow paced than the other songs. They were so a there's few, that. Yeah. 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 And then what's funny, Speak Now is a, like one of my favorite albums from her. We got one song, one song from Speak Now. She said, uh, you then. know, <laughs> haha. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, and yeah, no. Even make sense. <laughs> and so. Uh, I know you're trying to be witty. Mm -hmm. And so it's just interesting to me, some of her choices, like with 1989 album, she had some good ones off of that. But there were some other ones too, where I was like, oh, she picked that one. All right. Um, But I was happy to hear like You Belong With Me, um, 10 minute version of All Too Well, which also I would say about that one too. um, (laughs) It's kind of funny. Conan called that the fuck you Jake Gyllenhaal song. Um, Mm. (laughs) uh, which it kind of is, but um, the funny the funny thing I noticed with that one is I think I like live versions of that song better than the album version. Like she sings it just so passionately mm-hmm. in concert, where I, I just I was really getting into it, you know. Mm. Um, and the thing is too is that when me and my friends went to go see it, uh, there was four theaters at RAMC that were playing it. So sure enough, our theater was kind of empty, which kind of took away from maybe the experience of seeing the concert in theater because we saw videos where people were dancing Mm -hmm. people had like a little circle going in the front and stuff and i think it's kind of funny because in a way we got to enjoy it no one was being an annoying in our theater Mm -hmm. you know we got to enjoy it from our seat yeah but at the same time too it would have been nice to have more energy in the theater you know that was for me also was kind of a weird experience because you know i was in a recliner and you know just sitting back and i was just like this feels weird it feels like i'm supposed to get up and and, like dance or something yeah i was was singing from my seat yeah you know and like and it's kind of funny because i even remember too seeing online when the tickets were going on sale for that 
uh, people, there was not a lot, but some people were comparing it to No Way Home and being like, oh, I can't wait for it's the same excitement for No Way Home, da 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 da. And uh, sure enough, like, it, and you know, imagine going to see No Way Home and not having a good uh, crowd that first night. Mm. You know what I mean? That's almost No Way Home. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I know Just you kidding. said the first time around it was a great excitement in the theater. Yeah, Everyone's cheering and stuff. It Don't was. you dare. So anyway, yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you can make a drinking game of how much I mentioned that movie in this podcast. But anyway, um, your mom and Aunt yeah. Patsy. Are, are, <laughs> I know they could if they've been paying attention to so long. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, like, uh, what was I gonna say? The funny thing is, too, what I noticed was like I was singing along to most of the songs as the movie was going on. And uh, for viewers who don't know this, it is like two hours and forty-five minutes long. Oh yeah. And as we're getting towards the end, I was like, my voice was starting to give. I was like, man, how did Taylor do this night after night for so long? Because even her L.A. dates, dude, she did Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then took a break and then had Tuesday, Wednesday. And it's just like, how could she do that back to back to back like that? Um, Mm -hmm. And what I will say, too, is I really liked a lot of the theatrics she did with uh, some of the songs, like especially like. The set for Evermore and Folklore, where it looks like out in the country with a cabin the and stuff house. like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that was really nice. Which one was the one with um, the snake? Oh, that's Reputation. Reputation. Reputation album. That was a good Yeah. I liked that visual. I was like, oh, shit. That yeah, looks that crazy. looks crazy. Yeah. Um, was I going to say? Yeah. So, like, um, like overall i enjoyed it but would i go and see it again in theater probably not (laughs) yeah probably fast forward to my favorite songs which is probably what you wish you could do (laughs) and it probably yeah exactly (laughs) just shake it off on repeat um i really (laughs) do like that bad blood i heard you (laughs) yeah um but uh oh it's called it i mean if anything it showed me that it'd be worth it i guess to check her out in 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 concert live yeah but yeah, just as a movie, if you can going get tickets. it was just kind of weird. Which yeah, yeah, exactly. If you can get tickets, and it's probably pretty pricey. Um, but um, I know all, what's uh, Beyonce is doing one next also. But I think that one is more mm-hmm. of a documentary kind of uh, experience. Oh. I don't. I'm not, I'm not sure. That's what the the trailer looks like. But yeah, I mean, I I kind of just feel like. Is it just gonna be? Is it gonna be the fa- the same feeling? Like where it's just kind of like this would have been better in person, I guess. Um, I can't really think of any concert film that I've ever seen that I really in liked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not a big concert person in general, so I guess I'm not the best judge on that. Um, oh, but yeah, I don't know. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I've seen concert films, but I've never seen one in theater like this. Mm. So it was again. My experience was interesting just because we didn't have a packed theater. It was like legit. Uh, me and my, like including me and my friends, four to. I think there's just six or eight of us in my theater. You have friends. Yeah. We get it. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what, what a humble brag. No, 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 no. no, no. I mean, well, it was just me and three friends. other people. Shut up. It was just me and th- I had three friends there with me, but I'm just counting the other people who are in the theater, oh, too. Okay. Wow, that's crazy. Sorry, that's how I meant it. Jeez. <laughs> no, that, no yeah, but I, I will say, though, I will say, though, um, 
side story, everybody. Um, a few years ago, I got a group of us to go see the Joker together and it was eight of us. So I made a point to get a picture because it is a hard thing to get eight adults to go to a movie theater on the same day at the same time yeah. in this day and age. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't even try anymore. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, you know, you just you really got to pick and choose sometimes. Like, oh, is it worth putting in all this energy to try to get everybody to go to something? Yeah. Um, but yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, no, like I I hope it. Well, I'm pretty sure it'll go to streaming um, the Eras movie. And yeah, like I'd like to fast forward just to my favorite parts. Right. <laughs> yeah. And no, yeah. Big shout out to Taylor for having for doing such a massive tour mm -hmm. and for doing as many dates as she has. And she's still going to do continue that tour on the East Coast next year. Oh, wow. um, yeah. And because uh, uh, me and my friends that went, we all tried to get tickets. Only one of us got through. But it was really hard to get tickets, especially since so many of the bots got through. Right. And, you know, we didn't want to pay two grand for one ticket. So Jesus. we didn't end up going. Yeah, no, the ticket, the resale on the tickets was insane. Um, no, yeah. But, yeah, that's about it. Uh, unless you have final thoughts, we can segue <clears throat> into shout outs. Um, oh, yeah, uh, I was seeing, uh, I was watching a little bit of the credits on it, and I saw that uh, Mandy Moore is the choreographer on her in the movie, so I thought that was a fun thing. Um, I I think I did hear, I had known that Mandy Moore was a, a choreographer, and I just, uh, I just, I don't think I, don't it's, I like Mandy Moore. And but I, was, I don't think it's actress, singer Mandy Moore, I think it's a different Mandy Moore, mm, isn't it? I don't know. But if it was Mandy Moore, then uh, I don't know. That kind of cheered me up. I was just all like, oh, I don't know okay. Mandy Moore. And, uh, <laughs> all right. I, I'll let you think that because I, I don't think it is, but I'll let you think that. <laughs> I wish she was in more things. She's great. Yes. There you go. Uh, but I'll yeah, yeah. Right yeah. And another shout out to my friend Katie. Uh, Katie, who did get to go to the concert, she had a lot of leftover friendship bracelets. Mm -hmm. So she brought them when we all went to go see the movie that day. So it kind of added to the experience that all of us had friendship bracelets on. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, also, um, uh, it, if we're in shout outs now, right? Sure. Um, I got to give a shout out to my cousin, Valerie. Valerie, thank you so much for promoting this podcast on your social media. I really appreciate it. And she really enjoyed listening to us. So sh big shout out to cousin Val hey, for cool. giving us a listen and for promoting us on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you, Valerie. I we appreciate it. it. Yeah. That's very yeah. nice. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. That's all I got. Um, yeah. No, yeah. And shout out to all our, re our regular listeners and new listeners. Oh, yeah. What about you? Um, yeah. Thanks to me, too. Shout out to me, too. <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, no. Um, no one knew. Just the, the group chat uh, to you also. Um, to, yeah, to new listeners, old listeners. Um yeah, no one specific comes to mind, unfortunately. I guess yeah, I'll okay. do a shout out to our, our, our good friend Carlos. Um, haven't seen oh, that yeah, guy shout in a out while. To Carlos. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we need to do another collab podcast episode, like us and the uh, Watchtower guys. Yes. Right. I guess I this would. I think I said it wrong thunder. earlier. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but yeah, we should we, two, we should definitely have, do another episode with them. I think they have two different podcasts, so Watchtower might be oh, one okay. and Towercast. I think is the other one. Um, okay. Oh, I haven't. 
I haven't been listening in a while. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but this actually would have been. I a, catch all the Instagram videos. <laughs> this, this probably would have been a good one. I haven't been on Instagram either. <laughs> uh, this would have been a good one probably to have him on uh, for Killers of the Flower Moon and for Taylor Swift. <laughs> I said it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Mandy Moore. Or Taylor Swift. I don't think Mandy Moore was the right, the correct Mandy Moore. So that's a shame. Told you. That's okay. Yeah. Um, well, we all right, then. She still needs to be well, in more stuff. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. Okay. Well, until all next right, time. So, shout out yeah, to Mandy Moore time. also. <laughs> the Mandy Moore, not the that's other one. The Mandy Moore. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, thank you. All right. Well, bye, Selena. It's been fun. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>